Salamat datang, and welcome to the mouth of the Mekong. Those are my friends who live about a mile up the road. It's Sunday, July 27th. My name is Michael, and I am the mouth, a longtime senior Asia correspondent for National Public Radio, NPR, now recovering. And I live on the Mekong in the Golden Triangle where Laos, Myanmar, and Thailand meet, and where it's been raining pretty much nonstop for two weeks now, but that's okay, we can use it. And this week, if you please, give it up for Indonesia. The Muslim world's largest democracy and the third largest in the world elected this man, Joko Widodo, as their president. The fifth the country has had since the fall of the dictator Suharto, as Indonesian democracy keeps plodding on warts and all. And in the end, the Indonesians elected a skinny 53-year-old man born and raised in the slums of Solo to be president the seventh president in the country's history, and the first, as the New York Times put it, not to have emerged from the country's political elite or to have been an army general. That's progress. It was touch and go, the man he was up against, a cunning enemy, a fierce competitor, and a man who knows how to push the nationalist button when needed, former Special Forces Commander Prabowo Subianto, once a son-in-law of the late dictator Suharto, and a man human rights groups have long denounced as being behind the forced disappearance of political activists and other alleged crimes in East Timor while serving in the military. Prabowo fought a spirited campaign, written off at the beginning, trailing by double digits, and then some, Prabowo fought back. With the help of a smear campaign that accused his rival of being a closet Christian, a political no-no in the world's largest Muslim-majority nation, and a man in the thrall of the creation of, even, the country's traditional political elite. Here's Prabowo speaking to the BBC. I think uh, my rival is a product of a PR a campaign, a tool, a tool of the oligarchs, and uh, he's not a man of the people. He claims to be humble, but that's just an act. In my opinion, that's just an act. Any truth to Prabowo's allegations? Well, Sure, Joko did have the support of some of the biggest and oldest names in Indonesian politics, but talk about the pot calling the kettle black. Prabowo is about as old school, old money, old order, pun intended, as they come. But his attacks worked. The Joko camp was caught off guard for a while, leaving Joko, as Sidney Jones put it a few weeks back, looking like a dazed Luke Skywalker without the Force versus Darth Vader. But in the end... Not enough people were fooled. Joko won, though barely. And Indonesia keeps moving forward, not back. It might not be quick. It might not be pretty. But Indonesia is still headed in the right direction. Then there's Thailand. Two months and one week after the military carried out its second coup in eight years, the country still remains under martial law, even as this man, coup maker General Prayut Chan Ocha, goes on the air each week to tell the people the junta's aim is restoring happiness to the Thai people. The junta continues to purge any it suspects of being part of the old guard, read the last democratically elected government, and continues to stifle dissent. Reading 1984 in public will get you detained. Speaking out against the coup will also get you detained. Writing anything against the coup or the coup makers 
will sure as hell get you detained, all in the name of restoring real democracy to Thailand, which seemed to be doing pretty well, warts and all, before 2006. Things have been going pretty much downhill ever since. But I'm sure the junta knows what it's doing this time, just in case the generals have written a new interim constitution that pretty much guarantees they can stay as long as they want, and pretty much guarantees that the government that replaces the junta will be from the same political and economic elite that ran things before now fugitive Prime Minister Thaksin Shinawat and his populist policies turned Thai politics on its head in 2001. And while the junta has suspended civil liberties, it's continuing its hearts and minds campaign to restore happiness this weekend with a huge party in downtown Bangkok and free ice cream. Be happy. Maybe it's time for a trip to Indonesia to see what a functioning Southeast Asian democracy looks like. In every life we have some trouble. When you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. That's it for this week. Comments, criticism, suggestions, hit the comment button at mouthofthemekong.com and have at it. Talk to you, with you, at you again next week. Maybe it'll stop raining by then. Don't worry, be happy. Ooh, 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 ooh.